Hey everyone, welcome to this bonus episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and if you listen to my show on Monday, I had a feeling this day would be coming sometime soon. If you missed the news, Disney Cruise Line announced its fall 2022 itineraries today, which extends the cruise schedule into December 2022. I always get that wording mixed up when I try to say it. <laughs> 2022. Uh, it was a, a weird release by Disney Cruise Line today. It definitely was different than any other that I've experienced in the past. Normally, there's a press release in the morning, and then all the itineraries are available for viewing online soon after that, along with a PDF that includes all of the new cruises and dates. The itineraries today were pretty quietly released, and I only found out about it because my friend Chris pointed it out to me. He said, have you heard anything about the new uh, release of the fall 2022 itineraries? Because they're available online, and I told him I, I hadn't heard anything about them, and it was a surprise to me that they were uh, they were available online. So um, thanks to Chris for pointing that out. But even then, um, the itineraries were loaded really slowly, and it took several hours after the first ones were posted for them to, to finish. So it was, it was very strange, almost as if it were done by accident. I'm sure that's not actually the case, but that's just kind of what it felt like. So we are going to go through the new itineraries on the show, but I'm going to do it a little differently this time. Rather than just going through everything um, I, the way I've normally done, I've, I've invited a few guests onto the show to talk about the release and just to get their reactions. So I, I think it should be a lot of fun and, and you know more so than my, my usual itinerary announcement episodes, although I would argue that those are fun too. Um, but uh, I, I'm excited for this. But before we get into that, I want to once again remind you that my wife and I are Disney travel agents specializing in Disney Cruise Line vacations. If you're interested in one of these new itineraries, or in any itinerary for that matter, uh, please consider allowing us to help you with the booking. We have some great onboard credit rates to offer, and if you book next week during uh, the, the opening week of these itineraries, I'll add $50 on top of what we normally provide, so there's a little extra incentive there. Uh, if you're interested, send me an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. So bookings uh, return to their sort of normal schedule. Uh, that is, the, the, the tiers are the same as they, they were before the wish. So bookings open for Platinum Castaway Club members on Monday, June 21st. For Gold Castaway Club members on Tuesday, June 22nd. For Silver Castaway Club, DVC members, and ABD Insiders on Wednesday, June 23rd. And finally, general booking booking uh, opens on Thursday, July 24th. And keep in mind that prices are usually the lowest, uh, and in almost all cases, the lowest on opening day. So it's probably the best time to book a Disney cruise next week. Um, and you can always change your mind later if something else comes up. So it's uh, it's pretty low risk. All right, as I mentioned, I have invited a few guests onto the show, so let's first introduce everyone here. We have Ryan, Chris, and Joe, but I'm going to let you each introduce yourselves by telling us first where you're from, so where are you from, and then what's your favorite itinerary that you have ever sailed, then the top itinerary that you are hoping to sail someday, not necessarily from uh, the list that we're going to talk about tonight. And finally, because who doesn't love a good icebreaker question, 
Also tell us what would be your go-to karaoke song if you were uh, put on the spot and you had to, had to choose one. What would be your go-to song? I can't promise we won't make fun of you, but that's, uh, that's part of the fun. And actually, once you, once you hear mine, I'm sure I'll be the, the one getting made fun of. So, uh, so let's have Ryan start, and then we'll go to Chris and then to Joe. So Ryan, why don't you kick us off here? Hi, I'm, my name's Ryan Alexander. I'm, I'm from Alabama, I'm just outside of Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. I'm Roll Tide. Um, two-time graduate of Alabama, so nice. I, I, I earned that fandom. <laughs> um, so um, favorite cruise I've ever been on is going to be by default. We've been on one cruise. Nice. So, by default, it's my favorite. It was a four-night Bahamian, um, very maritime cruise back in 2018. And awesome. um, we were kind of we went four night to kind of test the waters and make sure everybody in the family would enjoy it. And we got hooked. So that's awesome. Um, been trying to get on a seven night Eastern ever since. But <laughs> darn COVID. Oh, um, seriously. Getting to push back. Um, if I could pick a cruise to go on, I think I'd like to do a Norway sailing one day. Um, Alaska's up there. Greek Isles are up there. But Norway, I think, would be at the top of the list. Karaoke song. Trust me when I tell you, nobody wants to hear me sing <laughs> out loud in public. Um, but if I was forced to do it, being from Alabama, I'd go Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, that's nice, nice. So that's a good one. Yep. That's one I'd have to go with there. I like it. Hey, what did you think of the very maritime theming on your cruise? We really liked it. Um, it's the funny thing is we've been we've gone to Disney several times, and my kids have only been to Disney at Christmas until oh, a couple wow. of weeks ago. Until a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> they just thought it was always decorated for Christmas. Um, but we enjoyed it. I wish, looking back, we wish we'd have had more than four nights. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Because we that. felt like there was a lot of things that we didn't do that we would have wanted to um, with lack of time and things like that. Yeah. But we really enjoyed the theme of the cruise. We're hoping we're scheduled to go in September of 22 and hoping it'll be labeled a Halloween of the High Seas cruise. But it hasn't been yet. So we're holding out hope on that one. Yeah, nice. Uh, I actually had the privilege of meeting Ryan uh, last yeah. week or two weeks ago whenever I was yeah. down in uh, not, Orlando. Not that long. Yeah. yeah, so uh, it was really cool, uh, you know, getting to know him a little bit and hanging out. So uh, that was Did fun. Did he try to into that blue milk? <laughs> yeah, I, we, I we would have. Studios. I've tried it, and I'm not on the West Bandwagon uh, on blue milk, so I, not a fan. There's got to be right, someone out there. I know Wes thinks that this is a discussion of itineraries, but it's really the intervention that I promised. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I didn't even see it coming. Um, Chris, why don't you uh, why don't you go next for us? All right, so my name's Chris Weiss. I live in Minot, North Dakota, um, and uh, I've been on about six cruises now. My favorite so far, uh, actually, if you go to episode sixty-seven, you can hear all about it. Uh, nice. It was. Uh, I like it. An eight night out of uh, Chittitavecchia uh, that uh, um, saw a stop in Salerno, uh, La Spezia, which was really Florence and Pisa, uh, Villa Franche, which if you haven't been there in France, it's beautiful, uh, Marseille, and then Barcelona, which was amazing. And then uh, there's a couple of days at seas mixed in there, and that one actually came back to Chittitavecchia, which was uh, nice because we had a couple of days in Italy on both the front and back end of it. So that's, that's my uh, favorite that I've ever sailed. Uh, the number one wishing to sail is actually five years ago today at Set Sail. The Magic Set Sail on a 12-night Norwegian Fjord Iceland cruise out of Dover uh, and went to, finished in Copenhagen with stops in Newcastle, England, Kurtwall, Scotland, and then a two-day overnight in Reykjavik for the solstice, uh, which is supposed to be like a big like celebration there. Yep. And then uh, 
additional stops in Iceland and then a couple in Norway. Uh, that would be, that's kind of the bucket list cruise, I think, for me right now. That's a it's solid a close, choice. It's a close second to a trans-Panamanian I would love to do um, as well. There you go. So, yep. uh, and then uh, karaoke. Um, <laughs> man, it would be a really cold day in Minot. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that uh, it would have to, I would do any duet that is a Disney song with my wife if she asked me to. I think that's the right answer. That's there. a great <laughs> answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, Kelsey will be happy to hear that one. <laughs> All right, Joe, what about you? Uh, my name's Joe Kaplan, uh, otherwise known as Joe from Back to the Mouse. Um, I forgot the rest of the questions. Uh, I live uh, in Northern Virginia, right outside of uh, Washington, D.C. We've been on 13 Disney cruises, so I'm not quite super duper platinum yet. And um, let's a see. Proud, a proud I, member of the Not Really Platinum Club. That's right. The sub platinum. Um, <laughs> <Sub-platinum. laughs> my, uh, my wife and I, 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 I ran the questions through the boss mm. and, uh, we were undecided <laughs> as to whether our favorite so far has, have been, uh, an, the Alaska cruise that we took, which was our first cruise mm-hmm. on the wonder or whether it was the Southern Caribbean that we, uh, which was our last cruise actually also on the wonder oh, wow. before, before the world shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh so i wrote my answers down for this other one. Oh, uh our our cruise that we want to do next uh that we don't have scheduled is the european cruise maybe that uh, uh chris just did um but uh we had one scheduled let's say on another cruise line but covid took care of that for us so we'll eventually get back and, and do that one again and um, I also was going to punt on the karaoke question, uh, mainly because I can't remember the names of songs. Um, uh, you the get, only what? Go, I was gonna, go ahead, finish. It. Oh. I was going to say the only one I can think of is the one from Top Gun, which, <laughs> which you I don't know that I can all the words to that. Anymore. Yeah, there you go. That would. <laughs> I don't even know the words to it. So, so uh, if you if you guys only knew how much time I spent trying to pick out the perfect question, it, it, it would you would be laughing because I I was like, oh, this one is super safe. You know, it'll be easy to come up with an answer. Uh, but it's a tough I one. always I always my my daughter says my older daughter now that she can't go to Vibe said that they always have icebreaker questions in the Vibe, and so she always runs her answers by the family at dinner before the first <laughs> night before she goes to the vibe and, and she goes well they always ask like what your favorite food is or you know something like that she goes i want to say grilled cheese because it is but i don't want to say grilled cheese because we'll think <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's tough uh tough with the icebreaker questions uh so uh my my favorite cruise we've ever been on is the alaska cruise still i mean i don't it's gonna be hard to top that one um i i think joe have you oh you've done an alaska on on royal right not with Uh, disney no i did uh the very first cruise that we did was on the wonder oh okay Um, alaska and then we did we did odyssey of the seas as well two summers ago yeah okay and chris you've been to alaska right 
Yeah, actually, uh, both of Joe's uh, his uh, his two favorites are favorites of ours. Is yeah, it's, it's close. I, I, we did the Southern Caribbean uh, once for an eight night, and then we also did the uh, the Alaskan, which is yeah, that was just a different cruise because every time you look off the boat, you can see land. Like yeah, there are days at sea, but there even the days at sea are different because you're not really rocking the pool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the, yeah, it's like it's, the, it's definitely a different experience. But so so Ryan, I mean, if you ever have, ever have the chance to go to Alaska, I mean, probably goes it, goes without saying. The, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's absolutely worth doing for sure. Yeah, so. it's it's near the top yeah, of the list. Yeah. The ones that we want to get to, definitely, definitely. And in terms of kind of bucket list cruises, I'm actually going to go with Ryan. I, I want to do a, a Norwegian fjord cruise. Um, Although the the itinerary that I want doesn't exist anymore, I really wanted to visit uh, Geringer. I'm not even sure that that's how you uh, say it, but it's, you know, supposedly the the fjord that uh, the city of Arendelle was sort of uh, modeled after. So, um, but pictures just look amazing, and it's really small and uh, private, and just looks like an awesome place to visit. So that would be my my pick and then <laughs> the uh the karaoke song i would go anything backstreet boys i can you know any s- <laughs> I, I can't believe I, I can't believe I'm admitting this publicly, but I don't think anybody wants it that way, Wes. <laughs> Everybody wants it that way. That's where you're wrong, Chris. Uh, I can't believe uh, I may have to edit that out just so no one can actually hear that. So, but uh, <laughs> no, it's already on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get to the uh, the itinerary announcement, which was a very strange announcement. Um, it, it definitely didn't roll out the way that it normally does. It was sort of, um, it kind of limped out there, which was kind of weird. Um, but I want to start with The Wish. I uh, The Wish is sailing three and four night Bahamian cruises um, out of Port Canaveral. I was sort of hoping we might see The Wish uh, sail some uh, double dip itineraries, but we didn't get that. And honestly, there there really weren't any new itineraries except for one three night Bahamian cruise that visits Castaway Key um, with a day at sea. So that's kind of the one that I would have my eye on. Uh, that one sails on November fourth. But any uh, any thoughts from any of you or any reaction on on what's going on with the Disney Wish in the fall of twenty twenty two? I don't think it's very surprising. I think they're still trying to get as many people on that ship as they can. They're just going to turn it over and turn it over and turn it over. Yep, I think you're. I think you're probably right about that. Um, and the other thing that I I noticed just kind of overall was that there were so many themed cruises um, for the fall of 2022. So be it very maritime or uh, or uh, uh, Halloween on the high seas, there were lots of opportunities for those uh, those holiday themed cruises. See, yeah, it seems like it seems like the wish is just going to take up what the dream did and the dream never had much variation in its, in its sailings, right? Those are the, those are the, I'm going to Disney and I might jump on a three or four night cruise while I'm down there. Um, and Oh, by the way, please book concierge. Cause we have a lot of concierge. Rooms. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and very few, uh, inside staterooms. <laughs> the price on those are pretty high, especially when you get into some of those, uh, uh, holiday themed uh, cruises too. Mm-hmm. You like that the pricing's on the website already. That's uh, that's certainly welcome. I, I know they didn't used to do that back in the day, but I, I do appreciate that I can, if I'm going to contact my travel agent about one, 
uh, at least I got an idea what I'm looking at initially. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and that's that's a great point uh, to raise, Chris. Thanks. And I, I I thought it was great when they did that with um, the wish because I think you know a lot of travel agents, frankly, were freaking out about how they're going to price these things and then go talk to the you know to their clients and then come back and say they want to book something. There just wasn't time, so it was nice to have that uh, sort of advanced look at the prices for sure. I'm looking forward to seeing some data on price per night on some of those itineraries. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I let me do my hyperventilating in private. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we'll move on to the fantasy, and the fantasy again, nothing really unexpected. Uh, I'm pulling up the schedule here. There's one six-night uh, Western Caribbean cruise that departs from Port Canaveral. Um, and then the rest are seven, seven night Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises, not a whole lot of variety there. Um, the, there is, where is it? There's one seven night Eastern Caribbean cruise, um, that visits, uh, St. Martin and San Juan. That seems to be something that they've been doing the past few releases. They'll have one cruise that visits those ports. Um, and then on the, you know, the one that stands out the most, uh, October 29th, um, a, a true Halloween cruise. There's an eight night Eastern Caribbean cruise from Port Canaveral that visits St. Martin, Antigua, St. Thomas and Castaway Key. So I think that eight night was made to shift it from Saturday sailings to Sunday sailings. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was because. And I should check my calendar before I say this. Is is that because Christmas is on a Saturday and they don't want to disembark and embark on Christmas Day? Uh, that is an interesting thought. Although uh, they, they don't, I don't, I don't think they don't they've have ever a done that. booking on there yet. Do they? Is there a cruise that covers Christmas on there yet? No, not they the don't East, have not on the fantasy. The, mm-hmm. Now should, the only reason that I know that or suspect that Christmas is on a Saturday is because I might have actually booked. No, Christmas is on a Sunday. So all of the, all of the East, all of the Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises, their seven nights are Saturday to Saturday. So Mm -hmm. because they did the eight night, they had to have the six night also to kind of get it back on schedule. So I think, I think it's going to stick to the Saturday to Saturday, uh, sailings. Um, but that also raises another good point. Um, someone pointed out to me earlier that I don't think they always had on the Disney Cruise website the the days of the week that the cruises sailed from. You know, so it usually just had the dates. So I think that's a nice uh, nice feature too that you can now see on the Disney Cruise website, which was missing before. So there's a another piece on here when you look at some of the uh, seven night Eastern sailings. It looks like there's three dates. Uh, uh, are they all the fantasy? Probably. Uh, it looks like the Disney fantasy is going to go back to for a couple of these to its regular rotation of like Tortola, St. Thomas and Castaway Key. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tortola was one of the stops Disney had stopped going to after uh, that rough hurricane season right. through there. And they'd gone back to a couple uh, there before COVID finally stopped them again. But uh, there's probably going to be drastic change between uh, what Tortola looked like before uh, to what it looks like now. Um, I, I imagine that area has probably recovered a lot more since then. Uh, it's a beautiful stop too. If you, uh, if you ever get a chance, uh, uh, the baths it's called is a, is a really beautiful park that way. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Tortola is one of the destinations that we uh, have been looking forward to going to. And we were supposed to visit on our last Eastern Caribbean cruise, but just like you said, Chris, um, it had to shut down because of the hurricane. So we got you know rerouted to St. Martin, um, which I'm not a huge fan of. But uh, yeah, the baths is actually the the port adventure that we were looking into. So uh, that's a that's a great great recommendation. Beautiful beach, beautiful snorkeling. Mm. Nice. Um, let's go to, it's weird having five ships to talk about. Usually, usually there's only four. So, you know, it's got me thrown off a little bit. Um, so let's go to the dream next. I usually get the, the, uh, the, uh, dream class ships out of the way first. Cause they are usually the most predictable. Um, let me bring up the schedule here. So the dream is sailing from Miami, which is something that we're not, you know, accustomed to seeing because the the wish has taken over, uh, has taken over from Port Canaveral. But it's all three and four night Bahamian cruises for the most part from Miami. Um, there are several. Let's see, two, five. Oh, there's more than I thought. Eight, nine, ten. Oh, there's a lot. There's 10 uh, five-night Western Caribbean cruises from Miami. Um, but the, the, the highlight of this, of this whole itinerary for me is the, the three chances to have a uh, Castaway Key double dip on the Dream. So you have um, two that are uh, Halloween on the high seas and one that is a very maritime cruise. So um, wait, did I get that right? I think there's uh, oh, two very merry time and one Halloween. Two merry time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the November 21st and December 19th. Yeah. So there's kind of an interesting problem that Disney has here, and that's that it becomes harder for their customers to pair those Castaway Key double dips with park time. And that was how we enjoyed ours. Like we went to the mm. park for four days. Oh, because to- you have to go down to Miami now. Correct. Yep. And, well, yep. you can rent a van and drop it off at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the recommended way to go, uh, for sure. <laughs> so, has there been any talk out of out of Disney Cruise Line about running uh, buses down to Miami? Or are they not going to do that? Or I mean, they've never done it in the past, right. right? You had to pick up a transfer from the Miami airport. Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. I think because they are offering all these cruises out of Port Canaveral between the Fantasy and the Wish, that you know that's probably not a high priority uh, to them. I did see recently, um, you know, some news about a, a high speed train that you know. I was say that's supposed right. to be coming. Yeah, yeah, pretty soon. I think that'll you know leave from Orlando and go down to Miami. I don't know how convenient that would be in terms of you know going from disney world to the cruise port but at least there's that transportation uh opportunity between the two major cities so that you know that could be one option but you know you're right joe i think it'd be or uh, sorry you're right chris i think it's um you know a lot of people did enjoy pairing those uh those double dips with um with the you know some some days at the parks so you're definitely missing out on on that so Florida today is uh, citing a 2023 date yeah. for the start of the use of that bright line. Okay. At least as far as it's uh, the ex- expect uh, the extension that's going to happen to it that connects Orlando uh, to line up the uh, East Coast there. So. Mm-hmm. There's also been some talk of connecting it to a stop at Disney Springs at some point as well from the airport. 
I don't know if there's a timeline on yeah, that though. That that would work. That'd be cool. Not convenient though. No. What do you mean? It's super easy to get to Disney Springs from a, a Disney Resort hotel. <laughs> to be quite honest, the uh, that, that's where Port Everglades would probably right because it brings them closer to uh, to, to Orlando. And yeah. The whole reason to start the whole thing was to take and match park trips with cruises right after. Exactly. Right. That was yeah. Whole goal. For sure. For yeah. sure. And uh, Joe, you had mentioned something about the timing of the, the double dips to me earlier, kind of when we were just chatting back and forth, that uh, the the second one, the one in December, ends on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and and um, I'm not going to speculate on dates anymore since I didn't know what day Christmas was on, but uh, it'd be interesting <laughs> to see where that November 21st one lines up with. You know, is that is that in close proximity to to Thanksgiving for that year, and and therefore that's a that's a maybe a stronger draw to people whose kids are, are out on school. school so I'm breaks. pretty sure that is Thanksgiving week. Um, it is. That one's a Monday to Saturday. So I think that Thursday is Thanksgiving. So yeah, you have a Thanksgiving Castaway Key double dip and you have a, you know, pre Christmas right before, uh, you know, Christmas Eve Castaway Key double dip, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. And then maybe you could spend Thanksgiving day on Castaway Key. Yeah. Ugh. Is that what is that how it lines up? I didn't even look at. I, the I haven't looked at the day. I haven't looked at the specific think, days. But oh, hey, turkey. If, if if they roll out turkey and stuffing on Castaway <laughs> Key buffet, I, you know what? I, I'm down with that. I, I, yeah. I miss the spicy chicken sandwich, but I, I'd be all for, <laughs> well, be you, all for a spicy turkey sandwich. Spicy turkey sandwich. That's right. If you would get you would get two stops, so you could have one regular day food meal and then there one. You go. Oh, day food meal. I like that idea. I'm, I'm going to be curious. I'm going to actually win the, cause I don't think you can see the actual itinerary right now, just um, where they're stopping. So you can't see yeah. the actual dates, but that'd be cool if you were spending Thanksgiving mm-hmm. on Castaway Key. The, the pricing certainly suggests that's the Thanksgiving break as I'm looking at it. I was now. just going to, I was just going to say that Chris. Yeah. It based on the pricing, you can sort of tell that it's uh, over a holiday for sure. Uh, I hate, I really hate to say it, but, uh, primarily because I'm going to book it. But the <laughs> December 19th double dip at Castaway is extremely competitive in terms of their normal, you know, uh, very merry time cruises, yeah. close to Christmas. I, I, somebody at DCL might lose their job over the low <laughs> pricing on that one because I really expected that one would be, you know, for a family of four, I think it's – you know, a veranda room, which is probably going to be some sort of navigator veranda yeah. or, or whatever, right? But but still, it's a navigator room, right? And and for a family of four, that's about sixty six hundred dollars. And and I would have easily expected that with with Disney prices to yep. be closer to eight. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, the the one at Thanksgiving, if if I remember correctly, it was a thousand dollars more. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Wow. Well, then you take that and you pair that with. Uh, normally we would do a parks then cruise, but I would break that rule in this case and probably take a a good stop and enjoy the park. I mean, just before Santa's sleigh comes into Orlando, you get to spend a few days in the park. Yeah, that's that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool for sure. Nice. All right, so let's move on to the Magic. The Magic is probably the busiest ship uh, in the fall of 2020. So she begins her season in Europe, uh, visiting the Norwegian fjords and the British Isles. So two cruises there. Then then the, a 12-night transatlantic 
that ends in New York. From there, she will sail to Bermuda and along the New England and Canadian coast, um, and then head south to San Juan and sail uh, the Southern Caribbean islands. Uh, there's one Southern Caribbean sailing, the Zantigua, St. Lucia, Aruba, and Bonaire. So that's a pretty cool itinerary. And then she'll head west and sail the Caribbean from Galveston, Texas. So any thoughts on the, the magic itineraries for, uh, 2020 fall, 2022. It has the one that got away Wes. What's that one? It has the Halloween on the high. Oh, that's right. The work up the Canadian coast. It, it had the one, one that, that me and my wife were. Yeah, uh, that's right. That was our, our first one that got canceled through COVID that we were looking forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one, the thing that. Go ahead. Oh, did I cut someone off? Sorry. Um, the one that. Uh, the thing that sticks out to me with the magic is I was. I have been really hoping to see the return of those. Bahamian cruises from New York, the ones that visit Castaway Key and uh, and Port Canaveral with you know Port Adventures to Walt Disney World, those are really amazing itineraries and and you know I, I think it's a it's a big loss from from these mm-hmm. fall twenty twenty itineraries or from any any itinerary uh, set because they're they're really a, a lot of fun. So I was hoping to see those come back. We did not get those unfortunately. Did, didn't you like the um, the Bermuda sailing though? We haven't done a Bermuda sailing uh, yet. We were scheduled to do one, and it got canceled. Uh, but I have heard they are very fun cruises, and it's something that my wife really wants to do. So I imagine we'll do one of those one of these days. But it looks like it. It looks like it overnights in Bermuda. Yeah, they. I think they always have overnighted in Bermuda. Um, this spends two days there, and yeah, it looks like there are five dates. Um, from New York to Bermuda. So that's a lot of opportunities to visit. You've also got a seven night from New York, Bermuda and Eastern Caribbean. Yeah. And the thing that's cool about that one is usually that seven night, I don't think it usually stops in Bermuda on the way down. I Mm -hmm. think it, you know, I think it usually does like Castaway Key, then I don't know, one of those, one of those islands down there. So it's kind of cool that it stops in Bermuda on the way down. Yeah. I like Mm -hmm. that one. That's really similar to the one that got canceled this year coming up. That was, um, I remember if it left October 30th or what it was, right? It went to Bermuda and then it went to St. Martin and then it ended in San Juan. Mm, yes. But this is, this has got, this has got two extra days on that. So yep. it looks like a, that looks like a really nice sailing. Yep. Another one on here, there's that five night Western Caribbean out of, I'm double checking to make sure it's the magic out of Galveston yeah. on November 20th. That's actually Disney's, uh, uh, reset that initially they were looking to put the wonder in port in progreso uh mexico for the first time uh january 29th of this year mm-hmm. and missing that date so that's a new port for uh a disney cruise ship other than uh, i believe the wonder was in port there for a little bit for uh some type of work being done correct you're right yep exactly and yeah thanks for pointing that out because i i actually missed that as i was looking through this so yeah yeah you're absolutely right yeah um, the other one that is worth talking about is the seven night Southern Caribbean cruise from San Juan. So I think Joe, you mentioned you've done that cruise. I've done that cruise actually on the wonder, but this one has the stop that I really wanted to visit and didn't have when we went. And that was St. Lucia. I really want to visit St. Lucia. Um, I St. Lucia was beautiful. Oh, did, yeah. did you get it on yours? Yeah, we, yeah. we got to go to St. Lucia. We, and we, uh, 
That's the one where we rode segways. My uh, nice. Now my kids are like, oh, "I want to do that all the time," and I'm like, "Yeah, they stopped building those." <laughs> <laughs> the Patones are beautiful, though. The two, uh, yeah. The two. That's what I really want to see. Yep, yep. And then the my favorite Southern Caribbean port that I've never seen on an itinerary again after we did it is Grenada, and so I always look out mm. for that too. But not not on this release, unfortunately. Um. Anything else from the magic? The only thing that I was going to mention on the magic before we get to the wonder is it, it actually looks like the magic is going to be sailing from Galveston regularly instead mm-hmm. of the wonder, um, because we'll get to the wonder in a second. But the the the, the itineraries released for the wonder were very limited, um, and she stays all the way on the on the west coast. So I think it you know we've speculated for a long time that the that the wonder would stay out there uh once you know once a new ship came online so it seems like that's kind of uh starting to become a reality i wonder um, what that didn't mean for the panama canal repositioning cruises that's exactly what i was just gonna say so the one you know glaring omission from or you know the one thing that mm-hmm. was stood out the most to me that was missing from this itinerary was the yeah. uh the west or excuse me eastbound panama canal cruise so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if the magic is going to sail from Galveston regularly from now on, it'll be you know it, it seems like there won't be a need for that cruise anymore uh, on the Wonder. So it'll be very interesting to see what uh, what happens there. But the so the Wonder is um, like I said, there were only seven itineraries released for the Wonder. Um, she makes her way down from Vancouver uh via the the california coast and then just sails a couple baja cruises and i think one or two to the mexican riviera but um that's really it so it's you know it's interesting that there are so many itineraries missing or so many dates missing so you gotta you gotta think that something is still coming um but because you know disney came out with their pdf brochure of all the uh, all the sailings it doesn't seem like they're adding anything uh, anytime soon so is the last date for the wonder you guys seen is October 9th? I think that sounds October right. Second, an yeah. October 2nd cruise out of San Diego that goes until the 9th and returns there. So that's the last place we know. So there's that. I mean, unless it's going into dry dock for 45 yeah. days, but in the holiday season, that's not normal for them. And also, I mean, we're coming out of a pandemic where, you know, nobody's been on the ships for, you know, it'll be almost a year and a half or more than a year and a half. So he would think they would uh, figure out a way to get all those enhancements done uh, while, you know, while they don't have to shut down um, paying, paying cruises. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to speculate what's going on there. I I really have, have no, I don't even have any ideas. Um, Listen, flat out. If something happens to the wonder, we riot. (laughs) (laughs) The Oneiders are our first ship. Like that one can't go away. That one's our, I I know, I know. And it, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, like I said, I don't even want to speculate because I have no idea what the reason is, but it's, it was really curious to me that there were only uh, seven, dates released for the for the wonder mm-hmm. so do we know how long it was important progresso for the uh maintenance and interior remodeling it got i don't i don't remember uh a couple days okay yeah i'd have to go back and look i don't remember off the top of my head um so let's uh to wrap up here um why don't we each go and pick our favorite 
cruise from this itinerary release. I don't know if that puts you on the spot because I didn't. I did not give you that ahead of time. But uh, if you could pick one to to choose from, what uh, what would it be? And Joe, I think you have one already. So why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off? So so I'm gonna cheat, uh, and I'm gonna pick two because one I actually booked, which I said was. Um, I think I said was the the double dip on the nineteenth of December. Well, you haven't booked it yet because we. Their booking hasn't opened yet. <laughs> Listen, I have, I have promises. Oh, you got connections. I, I, I see, I, well, I, I, I think I think I got credit for the first email that that got sent off for hey, I want to book this. Nice. Um, and and the primary reason for that is is I have one in college now and one in high school and and that date lines up for everyone, right? Sure, so there's no. no, you know, picking the favorite kid. Uh, for, for that cruise. But if I think if I actually um, weren't constrained by the school schedules, I'd probably take that eight night uh, Eastern on the fantasy. Nice. Um, or the Southern again, or. Other, <laughs> Are you going? Oh yeah, you're done. <laughs> cut, cut yeah, you I'm going to keep going. No, uh, like I said, the, the, the Bahamian, the five night double dip, cause it works out in the, the eight night Eastern cause it's eight nights. Yeah. So, Awesome. Ryan, how about you? The the one that jumped out to me initially was the seven night Southern because I've always wanted to do a Southern. And most of the time they're nine nights, if I remember right, in the past. And so a seven night, my wife tells me we're not going longer than seven nights. And I say, I tell her I leave her at home. But <laughs> but um that that one jumped out and the, the double dip right before Christmas was the other one I, that I noticed that, that was appealing. Nice. We've always kind of wanted to be down there at, on Christmas Day either at the parks or on the ship. And so I think that would be one that you could do and then hit the parks for a couple of nights and then head home. So that, but the seven night Southern was the one that jumped out at us. Awesome. Chris, how about you? Um, it's tough. So the one that got away isn't going to work because my wife's a school teacher and it doesn't line up with a convention weekend. So I'm actually going to pick uh, there's a seven night Mexican Riviera cruise out of San Diego on the wonder. Nice. Uh, that looks like it would. It's Cabo San Lucas, Mazda, yeah. Puerto Vallarta. Um, I, I think that would be uh, a great Halloween on the high seas cruise to take in early October. So for sure, yeah, I like it. I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with two. Uh, I'm gonna take Joe's uh, Joe's approach here. But they're, well, they're basically the same. I'm taking two. <laughs> <laughs> I get to pick another one. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, I'll, 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 we'll come back to you. I'm going to go. But my, DCL, but, will, DCL but mine, will take your money. But mine, but mine are, 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 the, are at the same time. So I'm either – I've always wanted to sail on a holiday, and my wife would never go for Christmas. So I'm thinking maybe she could be convinced to do Thanksgiving. So I would either do the Fortnite on the Wish over the Thanksgiving uh, break, you know, over the Thanksgiving week, or the Five Night Double Dip on the um, on the Dream, that, you know, over Thanksgiving. That's the one I'd probably lean toward because, you know, it's a Castaway Key Double Dip. That's an itinerary that I've wanted to do for a long time. So those would be the two that I pick uh, from this uh, from this itinerary release. So Ryan, why don't you give me another one? Just <laughs> well, to be I think fair. I kinda- I think I kind of hinted at it earlier. It would have been the five night in December, the double dip. Nice. That oh yeah, in yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. I think yeah. I think that would be the the, the number go, two. You can go with Joe. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go with Joe. Joe. Joe will have a cabana, and I'll just be sitting on the beach. Yeah, exactly. Singing. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had much success getting those lately, so we'll have to see. Maybe I'll stay up super late. There you go, <laughs> Chris. You got you got a, a one more? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna lock up the Disney Wish from the 21st of November until the end of the following three nights. Oh, nice! Uh, and make my own seven night cruise I on the like water. I like it. I like it. I really so, like it. I'm going to do two back-to-back on the Wish and just really take it in for seven days. I think I'm going to score, like, three days at sea, and, like, however it works out, I'm going to, yeah. Sounds like an amazing trip, yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, guys, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about this. This was way more fun than me just sitting here and, you know, talking about itineraries. So I, I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the the thoughts and, and you know the back and forth so thank you for coming on I really appreciate it um, and uh, it's always always good to talk some Disney Cruise with fellow Disney Cruise fans thanks thanks for having, thanks for having us Wes thanks yeah, Wes absolutely as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>